Hey you guys, this is Caitlin from Story Speak Enterprises and I am here with Christian E. Sullivan. Um, you can find him on Facebook. He's a big, he hates when I say this, but network marketer, MLM. He's really good at it and I know that has a stigma with it, but it's a real thing. Anyway, um, say hi Christian. Hi, <laughs> Caitlin. How are you? Good. So, okay. Um, Christian and I met um, on Facebook because he invited me to work with him. And we've kept in touch, and he's really been an encourager with me for my business. So I wanted to talk with Christian and ask him more things, um, mostly about his entrepreneurial mindset. He has grown so much and he recently opened up with me about some struggles he's been through so um this is going to be a deep one you guys uh anyone who is struggling um with any depression or kind of mental health or even just is an entrepreneur and is building a business or is going through anything difficult this is going to be a great talk for that to learn more um so christian can you just kind of give a brief introduction of yourself yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, as Caitlin said, um, my name's Christian Sullivan. I just put the E in there for some reason on Facebook <laughs> a while ago, and I don't kind of know why. Anyway, um, so, yeah, my middle name is Edward. Anyway, so, yes, so I'm from Newcastle, Australia. I grew up in Newcastle. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an amazing place here, you know, very lifestyle-based. Grew up 300 metres, 300 feet, whatever, however you want to whatever measurements you want to count in, um, from the beach. And that was a big passion of mine. So it was always about, like, surfing with friends and mates, as we call them in Australia. <laughs> Christian, um, I just so, have to interrupt you for yeah. a second. I want you to know you're the first um, non-American I've had on this podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. And, yeah, so, yeah, grew up in Newcastle. Lived in Queensland for a little bit, which is, like, Melbourne, um, Australia, basically, a state up there. But came back and lived, yeah, right near the beach. So that's, that was a big passion of mine. Went to school. Uh, both my schools were within, you know, you guys talk in miles, so within a, a few miles of where I lived. Well, not all you guys speak speaking miles, but Americans do. Sorry. But um, so, yeah, that's yeah, that's um, where I grew up and passions and stuff like that. After school, um, I walked out not finishing school. Um, oh. Just like I'm done with this, like kind of a chip on my shoulder. Didn't like really learning, didn't like school. I mean, I had good friends there and stuff like that, but it just wasn't my thing. It just wasn't. And my parents were like, okay, you're going to leave school. What are you going to do now? And I didn't really even know. Um, <laughs> and it was just, it always revolved, my life's always re revolved around passions when I look back. Mm. So passion for the ocean. And then one of my friends is like, well, I'm going to go work in the, in the ski resorts and I'm going to be a snowboarder, like work down there, be a bit of a snowboard bum, so to speak. So that led into that, and I was like, well, that sounds cool. And then um, so eventually worked down there for many years with a few other friends, met friends from all around the world doing that. And, yeah, so that kind of just went into kind of travel mode then. And it's like, well, now you can do this in New Zealand. And so I worked in New Zealand and then went to Japan for a little bit as well, which oh, is an incredible cool. country. Yeah, I love Japan um, too. Yeah. Have you been over? I have. I visited Tokyo and Sapporo. Awesome. Yeah, I went to Sapporo on the way home. I think mm. I flew out of there. Yeah, so only for half a day or something was mm. there. But So that's a bit of a background of my story. After kind of the travel life, I was like, well, I guess I've got to come back and like 
you know, traveling all the time, like moving around all the time, like it can get, um, you can kind of get sick of it. Yeah. As much as it's fun and everything. So I come back to kind of a normal life in Newcastle and, and then fell into the full-time grind kind of thing, making um, different signs and stuff like that. So actually like road signs and, and um, like signs for businesses, working for all these different companies doing that. Went to like, we call it TAFE here, which is kind of like school for that kind of thing. That was kind of okay, but it still wasn't really my passion. You know, it wasn't. And then, so fast forward after all this stuff, um, just searching online for some um, snowboard product, actually, just kind of because I like to do that and check out different stuff. And then I stumbled across my first mentor, and then uh, Mark Frank Montoya, an amazing mentor, coach, entrepreneur from Denver, Colorado. Um, and he just started talking about all this different stuff, like mindset, business, and, and I was just like, what is all this stuff? And he just had me really curious. So fast forward all these years, anyway, um, and now I work with him, his wife, and another mentor from just outside of Colorado. So basically, in between that period in the last six six months, uh, uh, sorry, six, six years, it was just a lot of personal growth and a lot of like failing forward and, and trying out different things, making money online and you know, it's been a journey for me. It has not been easy, and I know there's a lot of ways to make money on the internet. So, and, um, yeah, could, sorry, could, that's kind of a long-winded... Yeah, it's okay. I'm going to interrupt you. Um, you'll find yeah. in the podcast I'll do that a lot just to keep it going, nice. um, try to, to dig a, a little deeper. So I want to yeah. ask you, Would you do you think you said you had, like, that bum mentality, like, you know, beach surfer, <laughs> totally lazy. I get it. So it's really interesting because I realized how lazy I was. I used to, yeah. so it's really common, you know, to get a job like when you're 16, when you're in high school, right? And then you start working and then you go to college, whatever. At least in America, that's what we do. I remember I would work during the school year and then I would quit my job so I can lay out all day uh, in, in the summers. And most people like yeah. would work in the summers to earn money. And I'm like, oh no, I would like work to be lazy. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, sure. yeah. and uh, was that kind of your mentality also? Would you uh, classify yourself as lazy? So, when I was younger, yeah, I was lazy. Like, yeah. I, I, like I'll, I'll be up front with that. I don't know why. Um, not with, like, passions and stuff like it's that. It's just, like, like being laid lazy. back. I think it's just, like, a laid back. Like, I'm a very laid back person, too. And that is, I think that's why. Like, yeah. I'm, I go with the flow, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think there's a... I think there's a difference between laid back personality and just lazy, like people who just like you know can't even bother be bothered going to work, do do whatever at work and then go home. I think yeah, it's a good question. When I was younger, definitely like I was just lazy, like I just didn't you know um, sports and stuff. No, I was always like in the ocean and stuff like that because that's what I love to do. Yeah. And when you're forced to do something else that you don't really like to do. It's a struggle, you know, going yeah. jobs you don't like. I've had so many different jobs, like some of the worst jobs. Like, you What's know, the worst job what? you did? Oh, you don't want to know. No, I do want to know. We <laughs> The worst job I've ever had was cleaning bars uh-huh. and having to get, like, chewing gum off floors. And bars, like you guys, bars, just in case yeah. anyone can't understand it. Yeah, they call them, yeah, bar, well, they call them pubs here, but they're still bars. Oh, so okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. A pub, I think a pub comes from like the English kind of thing because Australian, you know, we were mm. sort of came from. England. That's really that not the worst. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like cleaning toilets. I mean, that's still not I've bad. That. Yeah, yeah. Toilets, but I was getting to the worst one. Um, oh. the worst thing is when someone said, "Hey, go upstairs and start." I think it was. I think it was pigeon like crap. 
off the floor and he wanted me to kind of clean like these rooms up with that. And I just did it for a little bit. And I'm just like, yeah, I just walked back down. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And there's a oh. story about that. And there's a story about that bar too that yeah, oh, I don't know if I should tell it. But it was just kind of creepy. Like I kind of a ghost story. And there was just something very eerie about that place. Oh, and dude. Ever since... Yeah, ever since he told me that story, I was like, this, this place just creeps me out. And I, and I, thought, I, saw, I thought I saw doors swinging at one point. Oh, man. There's a few other stories about that place, too. If you ever come here, I'll show, I'll show you where it is. But, um, okay, great. I yeah. hate those things. But, um, Wait, okay, so going back to the <laughs> podcast, I'm going to make you dig a little deeper. Um, there was yeah. one thing that came to me, uh, a, a quote that I was like, you know, if you have passion without purpose, you're really just chasing pleasure. So would you, do you say, would you think that maybe you were just chasing pleasure all those years before you met your mentor? Um, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, de definitely. So I'm going to fast forward. You met your mentors in Colorado. I know they took you under your wing, their wings. I really want to know about your depression that you struggled with because you had said, was it for four years or you said four different times? Um, and I was Four different times, yeah. yeah. So tell us about the first time. Um, oh my god, it's hard. Um, so first time was um, it was just before it's actually just before New Year's Eve, two thousand and seven, I think. Well, I know New Year's Eve, two thousand and seven. I went to like a hospital, and they're like, "Oh, this, this, and this." Like, I think you should stay over and stuff like that. And I was like, "Fuck no!" Like, yeah. I don't know if I can swear on this. Sorry. Yes, you can. Um, it's okay. <laughs> And it was just like, yeah, we think you should stay here, you know, I think because of this, this, and this. I was just like, no, I want to go home. And um, so that the first time was just a build up of like over ten years of just something that I really didn't like about my self image. And I won't, wow. I won't say exactly exactly what that thing was, but everyone has different things that they don't like about their body, but or something like that. Maybe it's a few things. And you know, it's taken me a long, 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 long time to realize that, you know, you are who you are. You look like this, it's all good. You know what I mean? You've still got limbs. You're yeah. not missing limbs. You're not like, you know, you see other people and they're like, how do they do that? They're in a wheelchair and they're like Olympic athletes. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, so that 2007, yeah, it just kind of all came crashing down because I'd been pushing it to the side and it was something that I really didn't like and I'd always think about it. And, it would, huh. and, I'd, and I would avoid mirrors. I would avoid, you know, and that's hardcore. That's something that's like... You like hated yourself. I hated a certain thing about myself, yeah. Okay, well. Not totally hated everything about myself. Like, I knew, like, like this is not ego. I knew, like, I was good-looking and stuff like that to a certain point. But it's just, it was so hard, Caitlin. Like, it was, even looking back now, it was just, yeah. And then I had, like, a big breakdown. I had a month off my job. My parents had to stay with me. Wow. Parents were like, I've got to go, I've got to go home now. Like, you know, we've been with you for this period of time. And I literally wanted someone, I lived by myself at that point. What I do now too, but um, and I couldn't be there by myself. I'm like, oh, can you just come back? And I need some food. Like, can you come? Like, it was really freaking hard. So, and um, uh... yeah. And then after, like, that went, on, that went on for a month. Finally, got back to work. That was even kind of not harder, but that was really hard to get back to work because people were like, well, how come you've had all this time off? And people asking questions and couldn't focus on work. And then I was on all these different medications, but I kind of remember how long. Um, now, yeah, so. now I'm going to have you fast forward about the second time because it's really interesting what you said. So that was like a self image problem the first time. And it's yeah. funny how one thought one, it starts with just one thought 
and then it yeah. literally unravels our, like our minds wrap around it and kind of take yeah. it takes over and consumes us. So what was the it second time? Does. Second time was um, something that kind of obsessed with my mind of something where I lived, and I believe all this stuff was like OCD related. You know, oh. I started to think about it, and then I kind of just couldn't let manifested it manifested into this thing that it's just like, yeah, this is here, like this is this is how it is. But in, in, in theory, that second thing I couldn't even see, and that was that was like. It wasn't as hard as the first time, but it was borderline semi-insane because it was something that I was worried about, but you couldn't see, you know, and I won't go into details about that because it's kind of... It's like an irrational yeah, just, fear, basically. Yeah, yeah, very irrational fear. And fears will freaking send you insane. Like it's... Yeah. I mean, like that was just so hard. And then I got jobs and that kind of fear was there and it was just like, I was like, what the fuck? Like what is happening? Yeah. And then I kind of realized, well, this has happened... So you have to deal with this fear. You know what I mean? I looked at it in a different way. I kind of started to look at it and it's like, well, you've got this job here and you can't quit now because, you know, you can't just, because I'd quit other jobs before and it and took me months and months to find other jobs. You know, I've learned a lot, a lot of stuff the hard way. And I'm like, well, you can't quit this job because you can't, you got to pay rent. You can't just fall into something else if you quit this. And that thing that I was fearful about was there. And it was just like. Can I ask this, what this it was? Just, what or This is. Um, it's hard. Like, I don't want to sound like a freak or <laughs> like a crazy No, person. it's okay, but that's why this podcast is here, because you can help other people. Yeah, yeah. it was basically a fear of, so there's certain, bis- uh, there's certain building materials, and if you break them up, and if you inhale them, and it's oh, you'll like, die. It's bad. It's, it's bad for you. Yeah. And there was a house that had, okay, I'll just tell the story. Yeah. Like, and this hopefully this doesn't bring up bad stuff for later on, but it was just like, there were certain things in the house and it was like broken up and I thought like, you know, and if you ingest a lot of amounts of this, 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 these materials, it can make you sick. So you had a... My daughter was living there and I started to think about all these things that could happen and then I went to a job and that thing was there as well. And Mm. the owners were like, oh, well, they didn't care about that stuff. They're just like, oh, but I think you should just like cover this stuff up, up and get it fixed. And they're like, oh, yeah, whatever. They're very complacent. So, Do you know what... That's really interesting, Christian. When you were t- saying that, I need to tell you, um, I have a friend named Joe. He does Reiki. Um, I'll have to have him on this podcast also one day. He uh, had that very much the similar mindset about things, always pointing out things that didn't exist, like fears, and we kind of can manifest those yeah. into being, just like with the positive. Yeah. It's so funny how many things we invite. So, okay, yeah. we're almost at your uh, – I know we're going a little over time, but – um, what's the third time you had depression? <laughs> um, third time, well, it's kind of like, well, I, I think it was four different times, but the other times were just, um, God, it's been so long now. It's a good question. It was, it was a similar thing, basically. Yeah, and it maybe... Kind of, it kind of just came back because I just didn't fix it. Like, I was the kind of person that just, and I still am a little bit like this today, and I don't like that side of my personality, that I'll just push stuff aside that yeah. I know it needs to be fixed. So, you know what I mean? You know, you know, those little things that you're like, I really should do that, but you just yeah. never do it. You never make the time. Like, How did so, you overcome yeah. it then? Like, I know the first time, you know, it was a little more intense uh, intervention yeah. style, but these other times, yeah. you know, when people, I mean, I'm on a, I'll be honest with you, I've had a really hard time recently 
I will lie in bed longer. I, I used to also just like lie in bed and be very depressed. Um, since I was 12, I struggled with depression. Um, and I was in a very dark place mentally from when I was 12 to about 25, 28. Um, I used to, um, I used to have a very dark repressive mind. And I mean, I would be very fearful and imagine like bad things happening to me or my loved ones. I, um, also grew up like really, really religious. And so I kind of, all of the, the way I grew up, um, religion kind of magnified all the bad things. So I had this like really warped mentality of life and God and myself. And, um, so how I overcame all these thoughts were, and like I had, I mean, I had so many things, um, also body image. I think we all go through that, you know? And, um, one by one, I found I kind of would like focus on, uh, words, which I didn't realize now, but really it is just affirmations and taking control of your mind again, which I believe mind is meant thoughts are like a spiritual place. And I believe, um, what we take in eventually reaches our spirits and then uh it's like a battle you know I call it a spiritual battle that's how I that's how I view the mind um so I know I overcame it by being persistent and and choosing to walk according choosing to replace my current thoughts with the new ones and you know you kind of commit what direction your mind wants to go and you're like wow I don't feel this at all but I need to just act according to what I want to happen, not to how I'm feeling. And it's interesting how we're conditioned to walk towards our feelings. But so that was my process, you know, using words, I would read things, I would speak out loud and like declare things. But what was your way? Like, how did you, what process did you use to overcome and replace your mindset? Um, just gonna need a drink. Um, (laughs) uh, alcoholic one. Um, (laughs) <laughs> kind of similar, kind of like and what you were saying there. Yeah, kind yeah. of similar. I mean, it's yeah, like very similar. Just like when those thoughts come, it's just like no, nah. you know what I mean. It's I like, don't receive well, that. No, I don't accept that. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's kind of like disowning yeah, and, the thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was like, and and that not the thing about my looks, but the other thing, it yeah. was just a thing in my mind. Like I talked to my dad about it, and it's just like my dad is saying. Like, don't worry about this stuff. And that's easy for him to say, obviously. But yeah. he's like, I think you should be more worried about getting run over a bus by a bus tomorrow than buying a by this thing. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. I don't know what's gonna we, we don't know what's gonna happen. And it was yeah. easy kind of easy for him to say that and I realise what he's saying, but yeah, like those thought patterns. And the more you say, Well, no, my life's not like that, you know, and it's, it goes and this goes for anything too. Like if you think you're ugly or whatever, the more you think when those thought patterns come and you're like, oh, uh, maybe, uh, you know, those thought, sorry, those ne- negative thought patterns come, you're just like, well, no, I'm going to go do this. Yes. The more you do that, those thoughts will eventually go. Yes. And, like, and those thoughts that I've had eventually gone. Like, they're nearly all gone now. Yes. I'll see certain, thing, I'll see certain things and, and it'll remind me of that thing, but I'm just like, oh, I won't give it more thought and I'll just like concentrate if I'm with my daughter. I'm like, hey, let's go off and do this now and I won't think about it anymore. And those thoughts literally nearly sent me crazy and I, I don't take that lightly. It was really fucking hard. Like it was. It's, yes. And what people don't yeah. realize, and Christian, what I hope you realize is this 
people think that their mind's not normal or there's something wrong with them when they have thoughts like this, when they have thoughts that send them to the ledge yeah. or when they have all these fears. And it's like, no, listen, everyone has their own things. And just because you have these thoughts, I, I'm truly a believer in we are not a product. We Well, we, in some ways we are a product of our thoughts, but our thoughts are not a product of us. Our thoughts are a product, product of our environment and conditioning. And the majority of our thoughts are from when we were children and it's just like so interesting because not every thought that we have in our head are not ours to claim. But the moment we own them as our own and like identify with them, that's when we give them power. So I'm really big into like, it took me, I was diagnosed with PTSD um, a few years ago and it took me until last year to realize, holy shit, I have power in my mind. Like I don't have to agree with every thought. Like that's so fucking cool. And that's when I started really... It really helped me lose its grip, and it was a fucking battle. Because when you realize that, you realize the the weight of your thoughts, and it scares you. It's like you kind of almost have to fight the fear of, of yourself. Did yeah. Did you feel oh, that? Totally, yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah, for sure. And and it's, it's yeah, it's a product of your environment too. If people yes. are around you are, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I get those thoughts too." Oh yeah, that's just normal. It's just like. What you know? What I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's a pro, like 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 you said, and it's people you hang around with will help that your condition that you don't like, or they're going to fuel it too. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's you know if, if you're like, oh man, I have all these thoughts about bad things happening to my family and that, and you and if you've got a best friend that's like, yeah, I'm the same way. Like my dad's sick and this, and I think this is going to happen, and like you don't want that shit. Like like Gary V says, like. I don't mean to drop names, but you know, if those people, okay. if the people mm-hmm. around you aren't helping you get to where you want to be and it's, they're pulling you back and fueling shit that you don't want, like get distance you from that, distance yourself from those people. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good. Yes. Yes. That was great yeah. advice. This is awesome. Yeah. Good. Bye. Yeah. Now, normally it takes us to two podcasts. So I think I just need to make my podcasts longer because. It usually takes to two <laughs> podcasts for people to get to this point. Like after the 20 uh, minutes, people start opening up and get really deep right at the 20 minute mark. So <laughs> we'll yeah. just let this go a little longer. That's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I mean, it's cool to learn from you and, and, you know, I'm still learning from you, different things about yourself. And thanks. like the more you get to know people, the more, um, you know, well, might sound stupid. Yeah. The more you get to know people, the more you know, like it's like I never met my mentors until last July. Mm. And I started hanging out with him, and I'm like, oh, damn, I never thought he would do that. He would do this, and it's just, it's just such funny little things, but it's amazing to have mentors and coaches that you're really good friends with as well, and I'm uh, forever grateful for that as well, because I know people have got mentors, and they're kind of like, they're these, you know, huge, successful people, and they don't really get down that personal level, so. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that's yeah. another good point. So beyond having the individual fight, like having the <laughs> – balls to face yourself every day it's (laughs) you have to get a good support system around you and yeah Yeah. I totally agree that's one of the things yeah um yeah I could and and now I'll just Mm -hmm. I'll touch on something briefly too that I only kind of just realized literally a few weeks ago what uh, is that like my biggest fears from the past are now everything that I do basically get every day you know, the biggest, I've used my biggest fears to fuel me forward. Yes. To fuel my success. 
I was, that's just such a big thing. And it's oh like, my God. Money, money will come and go. People will come and go. But that's the biggest thing. Like, like I believe I could go to many different things now and just look at it and go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to crush this. Like I'm going to look at it and I'm going to find a way to do this because of my mindset. And I'm just like, put it, put aside, you know, like I didn't like doing videos before. Like I just, I did a few videos with an old kind of cheap laptop when I first realized that all this affiliate marketing, MLA, uh, direct sales stuff, you had to do videos to brand yourself. And I'm like, oh damn, really? Cause I used to stand on the other side of the camera. I didn't, I didn't say that before, but I used to love doing wow. stuff like that. Yeah. And then getting in front of the camera, like get out of here. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah. And then having that self image thing as well, that just fueled it. Yeah. Like people say, oh, I'm so conscious about doing videos and they're like really, I shouldn't say this might be a bit judgmental, but they're really a beautiful woman or they're a good looking dude. Like, and I'm just like, dude, like, I just think, yeah, but you don't know what I've gone through. Like, it's, I, like, literally avoided mirrors and shit. Like, it's, yeah. so my biggest fears have just fueled me forward. But yeah. pulling me back, just totally pulling me back. And it's, it's like, well, I can't And do that's this. what they're meant to do. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but it's, it's just, I feel like we try to avoid the, we try to, we have this false illusion that, to be our best version of ourselves is an absence of fear and an absence of negative things. But really, so I'm big into like mindset and, um, (laughs) (laughs) my sister calls me captain obvious, by the way, (laughs) because I always make blanket statements like that. (laughs) Um, yeah. (laughs) Um, but, uh, where was it going with that? Oh God, I lost it. Um, and and on your and on the other side of fear is freedom too. And yes. On the, and oh. On the, other, on the other side of fear as well is everything you've ever dreamed of. Yes. Everything you've ever wanted. Yeah, my mentor told me that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I was gonna say so. It's about what's really helped me is there's no like like every painful thing every there's no positive or negative like everything just is. And to, like, detach emotions to thoughts and judgments, that's where the true freedom is. So it's not about, like, not having that fear. It's not about not having that thought. It's about, like, how do you respond to it? Yeah, that's huge. Actually, that's that's a big – yeah, that's huge. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to pull that up because I have have things happen in my business and and stuff, and I'm just like, did that just happen? So mm. am I emotionally going to react to that or am I just going to go, okay, this person has just decided to do this, this, and this. It just is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, well, am I going to be emotionally attached? Another thing my mentor taught me, especially yeah. in direct sales. Don't be attached to what, what anyone does. Oh God, like, I'm so bad at that. And, and that's yeah. hard. Like, yeah. You know, people come, people go, people quit. Like a lot of people quit. And you're just like, huh, really? You're going to quit now? I can feel, I can see that you're just about to have the biggest breakthrough in this, your little journey here, and they just like, no, nah, not, it's not for me anymore. Good luck. Isn't Good luck that so hard when you see it in Good other luck. people? Good luck on the way to the top. And I'm just like, <laughs> that, that little good luck on the way to the top is kind of like, it means nothing to me because they're, because I'm working with them. It's about their goals, their Aww. business, their dreams, helping their family. It's not about me. Like, I'm there. Let's do this, you know? So, Christian has a big yeah, heart, you like, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, I, this has this is a long podcast, but um, I guess we'll stop here. That was really good, um, really encouraging. I hope this encourages someone out there. I know it is. Um, 
You can find so Christian is on Facebook. You don't have a website, do you? Uh, I'm I'm redoing my blog at the moment, kind of a rebrand and a yeah. Okay. Funny, funny enough, you're really good at that stuff, so I might get some tips from you, Caitlin. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> um, but um, no, no web, no. Okay. Just mostly on Facebook, and then building a new Instagram underscore Christian Sullivan underscore on Instagram. But yeah, Facebook's my main thing. Hey, like it's. At the moment, yes. Okay. So you can find him on Facebook. I'll put it in my the description of this. Um thanks for listening, you guys. And sorry, I'm sorry. I do have a fan page um success with Christian too on on Facebook as well. Oh, he has a fan page. All right. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'll put that in the description too. (laughs) Oh man. Uh if you guys are a fan, you could maybe join his fan page. Um I think all of us Americans pretty much love accents, so maybe you'll get a few a few new fans. <laughs> all right. Um, thanks for listening, you guys. Um, I will read. Well, I'll put another podcast up soon. Bye. Thank you.